them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm single and I'm looking for someone to be my wing woman. This is Tara. We're going to see if that happens today. Well, Tara, it's funny you mention that because very special guest today, <laughs> Katrina Law, has offered to be Tara's wing woman. Woo! I don't think you can find a better <laughs> wing woman. I think, yeah. Although I, I don't think my chances would go up if I'm standing in a bar next to Katrina. They're not looking I- at me. I wouldn't say offered so much as agreed to, (laughs) but with great, you know, excitement. Yeah, enthusiasm. So, uh, yeah, I got to work on my my uh, moves. Got to look cool. You work on that. Uh, So yeah, we'll be talking with Katrina later in the episode. But first, guys, it's Halloween. It's coming up. This is our last chance to celebrate it on the podcast. So happy Halloween. <laughs> so to get in the spirit, we, we as a podcast, as a snop, we started watching Bly Manor. Now I am an episode behind you guys. I'm on I finished episode six. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yes, and this is the haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Yes. Thank you. Very popular show right now. Also features some ladies that like ladies. Yeah, there's some and, gay stuff. And Tara, who hates the scary things, is the one whose idea it was to watch this because of the lady content. So she I've said, been, we should watch this for Halloween. I was intrigued by the lady content. I've been seeing a lot of it. And, you know, I thought, hey, there's a fast forward button. I don't have to sit <laughs> through this in a movie theater. I can just, you know, I'll, I'll go with it. I'm, I'm down because the gay ladies, they were cute. And they got a, sure. got a lot of good feedback on the Twitter and Instagram about their Definitely. chemistry together. So so this show is actually, it's part of an anthology. I didn't realize that until I started getting into it. So I've watched the first season of this anthology, which is The Haunting of Hill House. Did you? I did. Uh, and I didn't realize it was an anthology till I was like, these guys look familiar. So I kind of, I stopped it. I Googled it. Some of the same actors are in this, this are season. Are they? As well. Like, like, Amer- like an American Horror Story kind of thing? Sort of, yeah. Interesting. So, um, Peter is a, is like the bro, is one of the, so the 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 Hill House is like a family it's a uh, adult children looking back on mm-hmm. something that horrible happened to them in their childhood so the adult son is is the same guy that plays Peter uh the um Danny is this is his little sister so oh, it's Ellen. she's in it too Henry Thomas is the dad so yeah there's there's some oh. overlapping and I think there's even more coming in later episodes okay. but uh, I enjoyed the first season. I'm not as into this season, not as into Bly. I've heard, okay. I haven't seen the first one yet, but I have heard people say that it's not as scary or not as good. So I definitely will, I'm going to go back and watch the original when I'm done cool. with this. Yeah. Are there any gay ladies in the original? <laughs> yes. There are. What? What? How did we miss this? I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Tell me. I'm willing to make sacrifices for my craft. <laughs> So maybe Wait, is it is this your craft? Is that what we're talking about? Gay ladies are my craft. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So. Of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> so. Now I've heard that one's the first one's scarier than the second one, Tara. So be ready to fast forward. 
So far, it is yes. Mm, From what okay. I've seen of Bly, I would say there's more. There's more Look, like jump scares. In, basically, in right. with Bly Manor, I have been fast forwarding for the following criteria: someone wakes up in the middle of the night and decides to walk around the empty house by themselves. Which happens often. All the time. Often. Uh, they decide, hey, let's not go out to this public place. Let's go on a walk in the woods at night. Let, uh, that's number two. Also, hey, creepy children. It's starting <laughs> to get quiet. <laughs> Boop, fast forward. So so sorry. Are you watching any of this in real time? Because I'm that's getting, the whole you know, show. I'm fast forwarding about a good 30%. A good 30% of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and I'll, I'll, I'll like glance up occasionally. I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> it's like the two year old that you see where my fingers are covering my eyes, and I just look like a little bit, so then I could just see part of the screen, and maybe I won't be as scared. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, it's interesting. I, the cast is good. I like the cast. Oh, the guy that plays Owen, we kind of we we messaged about earlier. Like he's great. I love yes, him. He's he probably was my an favorite part of this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, he's great. He's the best. And, you know, I don't know. What else? I mean, are you enjoying? Are you seeing all the, like, hidden, like, oh, there's a totally a ghost oh, down the hallway. Yeah. That they're not, yeah. Again, it's spoilers. Like, it's like, where's Waldo? As long if they ever have too much of that, like, talk space and then, like, something in the background, you know, and I'm like, fast forward, or I just, like, look away. <laughs> I won't particularly fast forward those. I'll just look away because I, I still want to hear the audio of the conversation. But, you know, something fucking creepy is going on in the background. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'm I'm liking it. I like that they're now. I'm curious because we got through seven, so there's two left for Tara and I mm-hmm. that we haven't seen, and yeah. it looks like they're doing a good and job. I of, binged it. Like I binged. Oh, me too. I got into it like the episode one to five. Yeah, like I just watched consecutively, and I was. But again, mm-hmm. when I watched one episode with Wendy, where I she, she didn't fast forward, but I had to look away. She kept telling me, "What's happening? What's happening?" I had just looked I had away. To describe it. Uh, I still wasn't a big fan of hearing the scary music or noises. Um, mm. But so it felt slower to me. I was like, oh, my God, lots of talking, <laughs> moving along. And I realized it's probably because I haven't been able to fast forward through all that stuff like I have. So, you know, yeah, I've been watching like half hour versions of the show. Exactly. Right, right. I've just been watching the story. <laughs> That's what I care about. It's like Playboy magazine. I'm in it for the stories and the character <laughs> development. <laughs> sure yeah my first thing that i i thought upon watching this was who is this guy that plays the uncle he seems familiar he reminds me of henry thomas but there's no way it's henry <laughs> thomas with this british accent and then i looked it up and was like oh my gosh that's henry thomas that's elliot yeah. playing the british guy which totally threw me by took me by surprise um so that was interesting and my the one you said you really liked owen i love hannah gross which mm-hmm. I liked her from the beginning. I just like who yes. her as a character. And I loved, loved, loved the episode. It was a long one where she first starts going back through memories or, or things she's experienced. Mm-hmm. And it's very well put together. And it's I just loved her performance. And that was the first time I think we saw that thing happen. Now, we've seen it since with other characters and other, other you know, doing what the same being... sort of tucked away. They're tucked right. away in a memory. And right. she was just all over, like, different timelines, different clothes you know and i read an interview with the actress who talked about how you know it was easy to play confused because she was half the time like she'd be like so where is this and am i spoiler am i alive am i a ghost am i real what is happening and yeah i had like it kept revisiting a certain memory of her and owen 
having his, I guess, interview and it would change and, right. it every time. That was fantastic. And I really love that episode. And Owen was pretty good is comic relief. And, you know, he was just kind of feels almost like part of the heart of the mm-hmm. show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that episode, and I think it's episode five. So I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Yeah. Was it caught me off guard and I didn't appreciate it. Um, it was because one of the times that Owen and Hannah were talking in the kitchen <laughs> and then, uh, okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, she's kind of flashing back going through her memories and then she's at the one where Miles is like, has the lighter. And then all of a sudden, Owen's like, they're talking normally. And then he's like, Miles, what's gotten into you? And he like shouts at the camera. I didn't appreciate that at it all. Was very <laughs> unnerving. That was very scary to me. Yes. I didn't like that. Didn't see it coming, did you? No. Uh, uh, yeah, but Owen is played by Rahul Kohli, who uh, played Ravi on iZombie. I loved him so much. He hmm. was part of the heart of that show, too. He was just really great. And he has very, like, Genuine very friendly him. face, very friendly yeah. nature too. It was him. also on Supergirl. Huh. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking it. I'm, I still feel like now that we've sort of set up the pieces and sort of what's happening, I feel like it, there's a chance it might get really hardcore scarier in the last two, but maybe this is more of a slow burn all the way around. So I definitely am mm-hmm. going to go revisit the first. But yeah. uh, I have theories. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to. We've spoiled some of it, but we'll see. We'll come back to it next yeah, week. Yeah, well, because Exactly. We'll watch the rest. But I do want to note that the little girl, Flora, is the girl who voices Peppa the Pig. This adds another layer of disturbingness to the show for me because my best friend's kids watch a lot of Peppa the Pig. So whenever I'm there in New York visiting, Peppa the Pig's on. And now whenever I hear Peppa the Pig, I'm going to think of fucking Flora, who is... Fucking creepy. Oh, poor Flora. He's like, it's perfectly splendid. And perfectly then she's like splendid. staring at the lake and it's just, you know, <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, definitely You're, revisit. You know, very so. good, uh, you know, high level of creepy kids. No, you I, know, I, I, um, I, there's, there's a creepy attic. There's a creepy cellar. There's creepy dolls everywhere. It's got a lot of good creepy kids lurking. It's like the first time when Miles like looked in the, like she was just got there and she was yes. changing her clothes and he's like, oh yeah there and then she's like "Ah, ah." she had a really great like she looks terrified but she's handling it really well like she's putting up with a lot more scary shit than i ever would she just has this like concerned danny this concerned look on her face like oh like she's clearly terrified (laughs) but she's trying to like rationalize it in her brain and it's like get the hell out of that house there's nothing normal about what these children are doing no not at all all right two things for one, mm-hmm. so uh, my friend told me that some people have been comparing the women in the the romance uh, to Imagine Me and You, and I thought <laughs> a very dark, disturbing Imagine Me and You, of course. But w- then when I started watching, I thought, okay, maybe part of it was because, well, it's in England and whatever. But the main uh, girl, what's her name? Danny. Danny. Yeah, I'm paying a lot of attention. But Danny <laughs> reminds me of hyper parabo quite a bit combined yes. with in the nose mouth smile area a very young jillian anderson so i see the piper jillian mm. look at the way she smiles and think and of I, very very young jillian yeah like first season jillian. Yes. and i hear piper yeah that's all i can hear when i close when i listen i have my eyes closed a lot while <laughs> a i watch the show so, so she pays attention my to senses are picking up the piper voice cool and can you take one guess who uh the is it janie the Jamie. gardener. Jamie. Jamie. Can you guess who she reminds us of in the face? And now that I, Tara mentioned it, I cannot 
not see it. Mm-mm. Kate McKinnon. Oh, Next for time, sure. Kate McKinnon. Yep. So now I'm seeing a Piper Parabo Kate McKinnon romance on the show, yep. and it's it's and a she, thing. And she also has a voice of my Scottish friend Ashley Keene. So it's very d- different hybrid for me. So hmm. I'm just yeah. And I loved her line, which was like <laughs> Chinna Poppins. That was cute. Poppins. <laughs> Chinna Poppins. Poppins. She calls her Poppins all the time. Poppins. Would you live in a house cat? We we have this discussion later with our special guest Katrina. But would you live at like if someone offered you that mansion and for free, like you can have this house to live in, but it's legit haunted. Would you live there? <laughs> I would. I would not. But it's kind of like give or take if the people haunting it are gonna like do anything to you. Are they just gonna be creepy and look at you or if you can have a friendship with them, okay. But, right, but... like what because it seemed like they were able to have some kind of like nice yeah. Friendship like f- creepy Flora and the creepy boy with no fo- face. Um, you <laughs> know, she gives a creepy doll face too. Right, like, that's uh, not yeah. better. How do you oh, make a no faced boy even creepier? <laughs> she, what the hell, Flora is the doll. She took the Flora's face off. Got of. some tendencies, yeah. you know. Yeah, she's uh... and watching Miles was again like seriously just watching the life of a serial killer. Yeah, their childhood yeah, unfold. Very upsetting. Yes, I think why the kids are um, very good though. Yeah, he was. And then you feel bad because he's sweet when he's not, you know, being crazy. But yeah, I would live in. I've always wanted to. I've never I believe in ghosts. I've never seen a ghost or had any sort of ghost experience. But I would I want to Mm -hmm. say that now. But I think living in a house, uh, you know, would could be very cool. Um, As long as as they're like no one's. Yeah, they're not. They don't have to be like friendly, but just not like. Yeah. Yeah. Actively just trying to kill thing. you. Yeah, oh, you right. do your thing. I'll do my. They just thing can't leave, just... so you're just sharing a space with them. Yeah. Look, as opposed I... to the people that live there now, I would leave the lights on in every room at all times. Right? Why do they, they always walk around have the in the dark off. a lot? They never turn I the mean... freaking light on when they walk around. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. They're literally playing hide and seek in a dark haunted yes. mansion. What is what wrong a great with you? Idea. Why would you great do idea. that? And then, of course, the the creepy no face lady is starting to hum, and one of oh, come on. <laughs> come on anyway <laughs> yeah we'll finish it out we'll see what our final thoughts are with the last two for sure i'm yeah it's gonna be good times well i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna think they're great because i'm just gonna fast forward to the story parts <laughs> you're but. just there for the relationship story that's <laughs> right for the mystery of it all well all right oh and then my favorite part was when i mean i know this ties into the story somehow uh, when they planned their first date, you know, they're like, hey, Danny and Jamie <laughs> yes. were like, hey, maybe like we could go to the pub in town and we could like have a date because their first interaction did not go well. There was like a haunting of the ex-fiance. <laughs> yes. uh, J- Jamie was a little hurt, understandably. Um, she's like, you know what? Let's go have like a normal people date, like outside of this crazy haunted place. Uh, and she's like, yeah, let's go. And then they set it all up. And they're like, all right, Hannah's going to watch the kids. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool, let's go out. And then <laughs> Jamie, of course, th- uh, decides to take Danny on their date bes- instead of the very nice, cute local pub. Um, well-lit let's, pub. Yeah. The well-lit, populated <laughs> pub <laughs> full of non-ghosts uh, decides to take her for a walk through the very dark woods on the grounds of Bly Manor. And Danny's like, again, looking half terrified. <laughs> You're not going to, are you taking me out here to kill me? Are you? <laughs> 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 She's like, no, no, 
Jamie says, I'm only here to have you look at this moonflower that, you know, dies and then I have to replant yes. it. And then I'll go into my 10 minute monologue about my <laughs> horrible life. <laughs> yeah. No that's shit. a good like, first You know date. what? I just want a nice night at the pub. Give me that. <laughs> I just wanted a little normalcy just, instead. Just, you know, take me uh, to like one pub before you hit me with all of that. Horrible of life story. Fucking woods. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. It worked. They I ended up in bed together. I guess Jamie's moves. So, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's what I'm missing. Maybe I need to use that in my pickup lines. Maybe when I meet a girl at a bar, I need to say, look, I'm not into wasting a lot of time. So I'm going to unload all my baggage on you right here, right now. <laughs> this is what started when I was three. And <laughs> how it began, how it's going. I'm just going to go all the way through right now. Yeah. And, and you, have you have to listen to in uninterrupted silence. I'll go all the way through my childhood into adulthood to what shapes me in the woods though tara you gotta be in the woods you know right maybe i will ask her to go with me to the woods whoever i meet at the bar i'll just be like hey you want to go like go for a walk with me in the woods i'm gonna show you a flower that uh keeps dying every three weeks is that cool (laughs) with you does that sound romantic (laughs) in this world that's what what the right girls say yes the right girls say yes there you go there you go (laughs) wow let's that's that should have a great but uh, i'm enjoying it i think they're really cute i like them I just, I just know, you know, I say, I just know something terrible is going to happen to them. It's not going to be a happy ending, which would be true. My first thought, if I wasn't watching a horror film and I was just watching like a lesbian show, exactly. I would think that, that that's the sad part that just something is going to happen and they're just not going to. Yeah. You just assume. Right. Now it's going to be sad and scary. Right. And they are, of course, a major plot point of this show is that she was engaged to a man and then mm. told him that he couldn't, that she didn't want to be with him. And then he of course got out of the car and got hit by a bus. Right. Spoiler alert. Um, but you know, uh, but then they make it like, essentially she feels so guilty because she had feelings clearly in the flashbacks. She saw that she had feelings for women to some degree um, and knows that she wasn't in love with him. So they did make it, you know, part of the, the story overall the mm-hmm. gayness but yeah it wasn't like in your face but you know it is part of the reason why her husband got or her fiance got hit by a bus so mm. just well, saying indeed. putting it out there gays kill is that what you're saying? don't <laughs> tell your kill. fiance that you're breaking up with him to be with a woman unless you're in a, the safety of your own home there you go <laughs> i'm saying lessons learned from the fly man <laughs> good advice it's my takeaway all right so we we will come back to this when we when we've all caught up to the end we'll have another discussion wrap that up guys controversial topic mm. we kind of got into it with katrina but halloween candy what do you love what do you hate what are you reaching for first after you've gone trick-or-treating let's get into it cat i have to show you something first of all <laughs> uh-oh I have to show you this. Give me one second. Um, I'll I'll fill proceed. the gap by saying Reese's or any chocolatey candy. It's going to be my first pick at all times because mm-hmm. it's chocolate. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. So Reese, like the little mini Reese's, any kind, or like the single full. I don't size. care. 
Any. Any pies <laughs> will do. Okay. I do now, also love Reese's. Look, they're the, the they're, iconic. I think they're at like the, I think they're at the very top of it, the The list, chocolate yeah. peanut butter Same. ratio is best, I would say, in the original form. But I will take the pumpkin shapes, the Christmas tree shapes, the right. minis, the skinnies, mm. the dark chocolates, mm-hmm. the peanut butter lovers, the chocolate lovers. The only one that's like Don't a do little the white too chocolate. much is like the yeah the white chocolate and like the king size the ratio is just yeah, off yeah yeah but I'm not like, I'm, I'm not, not ta- let me yeah. clear that up I'm not talking about the king size that's just for regular size Reese's I'm talking about Got like it. the king like, size where they right. become like double the thick thick, thick yeah. ones yeah I'd still eat it but yeah the ratio is not there so cat I ordered mm. a little something earlier today oh, no. I, I ordered some of this me? for work because i work at a hospital so i'm going to do some rounding to give out halloween candy to everybody right in a very safe way where we put it all into individual baggies but this i ordered one special for myself it is brock's mellow cream autumn <laughs> mix which includes candy corn Woo! and the little mini pumpkins that are Woo! essentially candy corn the same flavor just in pumpkin shape candy corn candy corn it's one of my favorites so I love sorry. the autumn mix with the candy corn and you get a little pumpkin in there and it's delicious. And can, I like candy you, corn <laughs> in the fall. It's, it ta- it's good. And it I've already polished spirit. off a whole bag of that on my Whenever own. Ever I see any kind of candy corn decor, I buy it because it's, okay. it's not like, in, it's not bountiful. You know, it's like, you gotta sure. bountiful. <laughs> so the decor is fine. It, very cute. I have no problem with decor. But uh, candy corn is is what I like to call trash candy. No, what? It's what you throw away. No, when you get when you no, get it for home, it's like okay, well, trash candy. And what does it taste like, guys? Can you? What is the like the candy flavor? corn? It tastes like sugar. There's yeah, no flavor. It tastes like sugar in the shape of adorable candy corns. Guys, guys, you you've been. I feel so bad. You've been lied to your whole lives. And have you had to it? Have you, I'm so sorry. Have you ever had the fall, the autumn mix though, where it's where like a pumpkin? And a pumpkin and the pumpkin? Oh my God. Have you ever made a Halloween? This might just be me because I'm a big chocolate fan. A cake, a Halloween cake with candy corns and pumpkins on top. Yes. And then you eat the chocolate cake and you bite in to a candy uh, corn or a candy pumpkin. It's so good. That's living. And the chocolatey icing. <laughs> Yeah, no, There's nothing better than that. Uh, if I if I get a piece of cake with candy corn on it, I am <laughs> taking it off and throwing it in the trash. Um, and there's a reason why it's only available once a year because nobody wants it. <laughs> nobody wants it. it That's looks, right. It looks fun, but it's disgusting. No, guys, but, why but are you wasting look, your time? It's the festiveness that it brings, and it's just out there, and you're like, "Ooh, candy corn, fun!" You know, it's not like mm. Reese's, mm-hmm. which I'll eat year round. Mm. You know, right. but right. If they mm-hmm. gave me, if they told me to eat Brock's uh, uh, miniature Santas with the same flavor, I wouldn't eat those. I would Why? eat candy corns Why? because it seems wrong <sighs> to me. It would seem wrong to me. I, see. I only want them in the shape and color of a candy corn <laughs> or a pumpkin. It's, it, it's been, you know. It's in my brain. That's it's chemistry. Right. You've, you've been brain. You've been brainwashed in a good way. I'm okay what, with that. No. What no, do you pick, Cat? What is your number one? If you hate the awesomeness of candy corn, what do you? I like? do. Uh, I lo- I enjoy the chocolate candy, so I will go. Uh, Reese's is at the very top. I like Reese's pieces. I like the little, uh-huh. you know, the mm-hmm. little candy pieces. I also like Kit Kats and I like Twix. 
Those are my, those are at the very top of my list. Never been a big Kit Kat person. That's usually the one I'll sort out and give to somebody else. Really? And I'll trade oh, it for like a little Reese's or like a Nerds. I always did love like the little nerd things. Sure, uh, Nerds are fine. Halloween. Um, yeah. I like the fruity or, candies too, like the the now and laters and the, is that what Starburst? Starburst. Jolly, Ron- yeah, uh, Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher, as, those kill my teeth, but I like As them. I mm. was looking for candy to take to, for work, I... They have like the like ooh love it all pack where it's like Hershey's, it's Reese's, it's all like mm-hmm. it's like Twix, right? Mm-hmm. And then it throws in almond joy. Yeah, I don't do the almond. No, no. what what's no. the other one that doesn't have the almond in it? It's Mount, like mounds. mounds. Give me mounds all day. I really don't want what's any in the mounds? Is there coconut in mounds? It's coconut and chocolate. Don't no. know with no almond. Who he, please write us if you like the almond if like. I, I like Almond it. Joy. Oh, God. <laughs> we're just not. Tear, we're the just look not on the Tara's same. face. We're, I love an Almond Joy. We're on a Joy. different planet, cat. You get the crunchy and you get the smooth texture of the coconut and the nice chocolatey any nuts blanket on top. In my chocolate. Oh, you know what no, I mean? Tara. I, gotta, I love the nuts in my chocolate. No. So, <laughs> okay. Well, let, let's pivot. Ice cream. Do you, like Rocky Road. I love Rocky no. Road because you get the nut. No. Guys. No, I want the marshmallow and I want the chocolate, but no. You don't no like the nuts. nuts. No. I, I enjoy the Absolutely nuts not. in my chocolate and in my ice cream. Mm-hmm. I feel like the day that snot falls apart is going to start here. <laughs> We're going to trace it back to the candy, the great candy wars 2020. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this might even be more controversial. Oh, dear. Red vines or Twizzlers? Uh, I would take starvation for an eternity. Oh. Really? You don't like yes. red vines? I don't, don't like, like licorice? either of them. I do. Ha, uh, no. Really? If okay. that was the only meal I could have, I, I couldn't even eat it because I probably would throw it up. Like, I just, <laughs> I cannot eat licorice. I hate licorice flavor. It's very, very hard for me to ever drink absinthe because it has that licorice taste to it. Wow. I have okay. to really really want absinthe in particular like be celebrating something special like there's a great bar north hollywood called well now it's called the bar it used to be called moonshadow it was more of a gay lady place and they have a lot of absinthe like dream dream absinthe nights right and that's really the only time i'll drink it when i'm trying to be Hmm. festive but uh no wow okay and i hold my breath when did you have an opinion about red vines versus twizzlers i need either one I, I just draw the line. I don't I don't like nuts in my chocolate. Although I would eat a Snickers maybe if there was nothing else. Yeah, and Snickers the is an exception. Like yeah. there's I don't discriminate much against candy unless it's got coconut or nuts or some weird fruity cherry real I mean gooey. Hmm. Real <laughs> it tastes fruit. like real fruit. I yeah. want no part of it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sir. No. I'll only eat Starburst if they're like pink. Oh, oh I like the red. But like yellow and orange, it's a little what? too citrusy for me. Lemon's the best one. Mm. Orange is Mm-mm. orange is gross. Like why bother? But give me the gross. yeah, the pink or the red. I like those. Mm. Right. We're getting detailed here. I don't eat we Skittles. <laughs> what? You no. don't eat Skittles? No. Taste the no. rainbow, Tara. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> of all people, you would no. I, you would want to taste. The I'll rainbow. find a different rainbow. Yeah. All right, fair. Yeah, now we know where we stand. Well, I would love to hear from our listeners of how they how they weigh in on this great candy controversy. Yeah, especially great the candy corn. This is like mm-hmm. on the level of like pineapple. This is what on we pizza. debate about, guys. Candy <laughs> corn. Yeah. 
Forget politics. Let's go this into is what candy. The country really wants to know. <laughs> Seriously. So, what other Halloween shenanigans are happening in the world of? Well, uh, my favorite Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus, has got a little life in it. Uh, so we know there's like a nothing's been really com- confirmed. We don't have like a lot of specifics, but we know it's happening. Um, you know, Bette Midler has been really uh, vocal about it as far as a, a reboot um, of Hocus Pocus or sequel, I should say, a sequel to Hocus, the original Hocus Pocus from 1993 with the great child Thora Birch, which I love. And then she, of course, continued her career on through Now and Then, another favorite of mine growing up. Uh, and then she did some stuff after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that takes blah, 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 blah. But, you know, Hocus Pocus, you had Bette Midler, you had uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and you had Catherine and Jimmy, you had Thor Birch, you had the guy as a boy who is on NCIS, you had a black cat named Binks who talked, you had another guy, Max, the brother, who I don't know what he does now. Um, there's a lot of great stuff in this movie. Hmm. Kind of like, it's not really a musical, but to me it feels like one. Uh, but it's very campy. It's very – it puts me in the Halloween spirit. I mean, you can't not be in the spirit when you watch this movie. It has everything. It's like a East Coast town. You know, it's just is it Halloween vibe. Yeah, it's like everything is like yeah, Halloween. And it's the colors and the costumes. and Oh, so good. Um, so it really puts you in the mood. So they are planning on these Disney Plus to have a sequel. I'm assuming next year is their goal. Uh, so, but right now, uh, Bette Midler, who has posted on her Instagram, um, that they are doing a, and this was just last, uh, looks like last week or so that they posted this on October 30th, they're doing a special Hocus Pocus reunion for charity, uh, to benefit the New York restoration project with, which is a nonprofit nature conservancy, uh, stewarding parks, community gardens, and open space throughout New York city. So, uh, they are doing a re- one-time only reunion special, a uh, virtual Halloween Halloween fundraising event, um, and you know the, it's a picture of them in their costumes on a big blue screen. So I don't, <laughs> who knows what's what the heck's going to happen with that? But it's I don't, it's not really related anything to the sequel, I'm sure. But it's just going to be a bunch of shenanigans with the three of them. But they're all they're all three of them are back uh, as their original characters. So. You know, I am really uh, excited about that. And Bette Mendler said uh, when they asked her about, you know, the sequel and if she wanted to be involved, she says, oh, my goodness me. Oh, I hope they get me before I'm a corpse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says people in their in their 40s and 50s will still come up to her and say how much they love Hocus Pocus um, mm-hmm. and, and how much it's one of their favorites. So uh, it's called In Search of the Sanderson Sisters, Hocus Pocus Halloween takeover. So it's hmm. part of this <laughs> New York restoration project event that's virtual. You can donate um, and be able to join in uh, if you go to Bette Midler's uh, Instagram or uh, at NYRP. Check it out. Nice. I'm excited. The Hocus Pocus train keeps on a rolling. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, ladies, is it time to introduce our very special guest? This is a person who is a fantastic actress, Katrina Law. She's been in several things, which we go over in the in the in the interview that is coming up. Uh, I will say, I think she is a fantastic actress. 
I feel a little rambly when I introduce her. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, here's some stuff. You don't know who she is. You should know who she is. It's Katrina Law. I'm not saying I'm always good at this, but she's an awesome <laughs> person. I adore her. I, I go into a little bit about how we met uh, the first time, but she's always been so fun and so nice. And I, I love her work. I'm looking forward to her new movie that's coming out uh, on the Hallmark Channel, Christmas with the Darlings. And we talked about a little of that, uh, a little of uh, their road trip that she just took mm-hmm. through Canada. And, um, Hello, Miss Algol. Miss Algol, and she even helps uh, Tara come up with a new uh, line for the ladies. Pick up so, line. Right. use it. Yes, I'm new pickup line. So uh, <laughs> take a listen, Katrina Law. All right, welcome to our show, Katrina Law. Give us just a quick introduction, as if you don't know who she is, because you obviously probably do. <laughs> she has been in such uh, TV shows as Spartacus, Training Day, Hawaii Five O, and of course Arrow. Uh, she's uh, been at, yay. We got some fans for <laughs> Arrow there. Uh, other Hallmark movies you might have seen her in, besides her upcoming Hallmark movie, Christmas with the Darlings, is Snow Bride and Twelve Gifts of Christmas. But like I said, Christmas with the Darlings is coming out November eighth. Welcome to the show, mm-hmm. Katrina. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I, I want to start off by talking about the first time I did meet Katrina through a mutual friend. Uh, it was, it was, she was at a convention in Dallas and our mutual friend Lori said, go meet Katrina. She's really great. She's a cat person like you. Go say hi. <laughs> I walked over from my, where I worked at the time, which is like few, several blocks from the convention center. It was raining. I looked like a wet rat when I got over to there. I looked like a hot mess. Plus, one of my kitties has had recently passed. And I got to Katrina's like, hi, Laurie told me to say hi. And she's like, well, I'm so sorry about your kitty. I'm like, how does she know about my cat? So apparently Laurie told <laughs> this was years ago. This was like 2017. It was a long time ago. But it's I was like coming back to me a little bit yeah. as you tell the story, well, by the way. I looked, I hope, a lot different than um <laughs> well, I was younger, but I also looked like I just walked through the rain, which I had. So, but anyway, but yes, you were very nice. And uh, I told Lori, I'm like, she was really sweet, but I was like not in a good mood. And I was were you also crying and... a little bit. <laughs> I don't think Sweat I was crying. Yeah. I don't think I was crying, but maybe I'd rain on my face, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, that was my first introduction. So, but yes, you were very nice and gracious. And, um, but yes, well, one thing I know you've got on the horizon, like I said, is your new Hallmark movie, Christmas with the Darlings, coming out November 8th. Uh, it's you play an assistant who gives your final notice, but you're drawn into helping the charming younger brother of your wealthy boss as he looks after his orphan nieces and nephew through Christmas. So, I have a question. Yes. Is this going to end well or is this? See, we've all been watching Bly Manor. So we're in the, in the mindset of everyone's going to end up miserable and happy and possibly dead. Is this going to be the Hallmark movie that has that crazy twist or is this going to have a happy ending? Well, you know, I think Hallmark is trying to reformat itself. And all the <laughs> stories this year have terrible endings. Okay. Oh, all right. Like so, tragic deaths. Awesome. <laughs> they are like going to be 2020. We're just yes. Christmas <laughs> on fire. Cookies, it's terrible. Oh my god, not the pies and the cookies. (laughs) All the gingerbread houses burn. Yeah. Oh wow. So you're gonna be on the forefront of the new Hallmark uh, (laughs) brand, Hallmark Horror Channel, Hallmark Hallmark 2020 pandemic style. Wow. Wow. So when did when did you shoot this? It's been, I mean after pandemic started, right? To where you had to do all the precautions and things like that? Yeah, we shot this in um, August. So I was quarantined in New Jersey with my family. 
And we got the call basically saying, hey, we're going to be shooting this in Canada where the numbers are lower and there aren't as many cases and all that other stuff. And would you mind coming to Canada? Uh, you have to quarantine. And of course, my family and I were like, hmm, let's think of what else we have to do during this pandemic. <laughs> um, so <laughs> nobody wanted to fly. And of course, I needed my my family with me because I have my daughter who's um, just turning two uh, in a couple of months. So we got into an SUV, drove cross country, drove into Canada, quarantined for two weeks in Vancouver, shot the movie, and then did a 22 day road trip across Canada to come back to Jersey. So that was all through August and September. So yeah, when we were on set, we definitely had to do the um, COVID-19 precautions, which was actually lovely. And the entire cast and crew wore masks or face shields or goggles or a combination of that whenever um, when they whenever they were working. And of course, the cast in between takes would put their goggles back on, and they did as much possible social distancing as they could within the confines of having to still work together. Um, but the nice thing about it was that this was already this particular crew's third movie back. So it was like a well-oiled machine at that point. So nobody was confused as to what they were supposed to do or how to do it. So they were very comfortable with the new rules that were put into place. And then when it came to the mask, of course, everybody, you know, there were the complaints of it's hard to breathe. It's hard to do this. They're so annoying. But after they would complain about wearing the mask, they would then say, but if this is what we have to do to stay safe and work, then this is what we'll do. So it was kind of like a, Ugh, these suck. <laughs> which was a nice, which is nice because nobody wants to be in each other's faces. Nobody wants to get sick. And when you're working around so many people, mm-hmm. you talk about no matter what, as, as much as you want to socially distance, you really have to rely on each other to be safe, be responsible and to take care of themselves offset as well as on. So of course, everybody was just kind of right. out themselves and each other, which was a beautiful feeling. Yeah, Did nobody wants to be that guy. Right. You know? I know. Yeah. That makes- <laughs> it was <laughs> you. Shut down. Trina well, had to go out to the bar. Mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had to have that beer, didn't you? <laughs> Alone at home, like a real alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've all learned to do it. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell a difference on set? Like, were there noticeably less people than you might normally have as far as cast or crew or extras even? Did they, mm-hmm. did, could you tell that they were trying to minimize personnel? Um, you know, a lot. A lot of times I couldn't tell because, um, especially when it came to the extras, I, I know that there are certain scenes in this movie that were very different from the original script, such as we, there was a dancing, there was a, a Christmas party. And of course he had people dancing and the scene between the lead, um, uh, Carlo, uh, we were supposed to be doing an entire scene, you know, arm in arm dancing and doing all this stuff. But then we were like, well, it'd be really weird if we were the only ones dancing, <laughs> And all the extra background players weren't because they weren't allowed to due to the COVID. Mm, yeah. Things like that were changed before we even got to set. So it wasn't like I was necessarily, like I was aware because I knew the script changed, but it, it didn't make a difference on set because it already been planned for. And I think that's what I was talking about when I say like, this is their third movie back. They already mm. knew what they were getting themselves into. So there was no big complaint of, oh, we have to change these scenes. It's so annoying. It was just kind of like, we just got to change the scene. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. So, um. And when it came to the extras, again, uh, the wonderful thing about Canada, just having the low case numbers, um, I think they can get away with a couple more extras than they would be able mm. to do in the United States. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the background players were so professional and so lovely and accommodating and just, again, in that same headspace of wanting to take care of themselves and each other that in between every single take, 
every take they had their mask that they would wherever and then they would immediately pull it out and put it on and nobody forgot nobody randomly was like oh i lost my mask or like (laughs) none of that they just did it and they did it without complaints and um there wasn't there was not one time where we had to cut because somebody was wearing their mask where they forgot (laughs) you know little things like that yeah everybody is really on their game so it was just really great to kind of experience that and um so yeah, like other than little things of like no dancing and you know, it's like yeah. footloose, no dance. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> really think that the audience is going to uh, notice a, a difference. So well, and I've heard too, like you know, like some scripts that had been written pre all this, like maybe indoor scenes got moved to outdoors, which again, maybe people are going to see. For one, I thank goodness for Canada. I don't know what kind of TV content <laughs> we would have in the upcoming, like the near future, if Canada didn't have its act together like it does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like things like that, like maybe there are a few less people in the background or they're outside instead, you know, it's, it's especially Hallmark, they're going to make it look all pretty anyway. So that's like, more <laughs> outside is probably the better. It's it's all good. It's going to be like an absurd yeah. amount of Christmas trees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Storefronts with decor. It's going to yeah. be like. I know there's already a Hallmark game when we're shooting to see how many Christmas trees we can get into one single shot. That's like oh. kind of a game that like oh, is wow. played on every, hmm. every yeah. set. You know, sometimes I think the the you know the big kickers are when they're like they do the field of trees and they're just like, oh, we got like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna win. Yeah. So, <laughs> like an office scene, you're like, I got eight Christmas trees in there. You're like, it's an office. So, <laughs> now I'm just gonna be counting Christmas trees yeah. when I watch yeah. Hallmark. Be, that would like, actually be a fun like Hallmark drinking game, drinking like game. a square, yeah. like how many how many trees you can find. <laughs> yeah, like make a weird bingo game out of it or something. Yeah. Well, there are plenty of Hallmark drinking games for all the things, but yeah, I think the number of Christmas trees has to be on that list because. Yeah. So there might be more to fill oh, in the, the background gaps. Yeah. No people, just trees. Yeah. Well, that's good. Is there a part of you that ever thought, you know, this is pretty decent up here in Canada. Let's just stay up here for a while till it blows over. Cause that's, oh, uh, it sounds like they've less, got their act together. That's the 22 day road trip. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, we're going to talk awesome. about that because I've been, I was seeing the pictures from that, which were amazing. And I didn't even realize till recently that that was all Canada, really, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, of um, course, like this is where I'm, I'm sitting on my couch in my home in Jersey. I hope you're having fun. I'm like a blast, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good stuff. <laughs> hey, you got the memories, the photos yeah. and the memories, the document, a beautiful, uh, a beautiful trip. Um, yeah. Well, there there is also a part of this movie that was brought to our attention that apparently you have a a friend in the movie that is uh, a lesbian friend, and mm-hmm. you kind of you play a little matchmaker at some point. Which also, you know, the fact that Hallmark seems to be trying to put more, you know, either in lead well, well I guess not even lead role. Well, I guess there is like a, a male couple movie coming out this year, but then other mm-hmm. movies have had like they had the one with a, a lesbian wedding. Now you've got the friend that you're kind of like playing wing woman wing man wing woman right. i should call it for yeah, they're, but... they're, they're dipping their toe in yeah, <laughs> yeah. trying to get that entire yeah. foot in there so good for them good for yeah them. yeah so. i think they're i was uh i was impressed by the the lesbian wedding i actually was not expecting a kiss i was like i gasped and i screamed when <laughs> actually they showed the lesbians <laughs> kissing at the wedding like oh god it's just yeah so- we, we had bets on like are they gonna let them kiss or is this gonna be like aftermath of the wedding and then they did we're like oh my god we would have lost money because i would have bet against uh, it so yeah but look at them go, hallmark and look 
The world's Hallmark. still spinning. Hallmark yes. is still on air. <laughs> Families are still intact. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. It's crazy, crazy how that agenda didn't suddenly take over. <laughs> no, no. Well, we do have a clip of a moment where you are helping your friend in the movie, uh, I guess, what's the word? Like flirt with? Uh, get to know? Maybe get a connection with a, a barista? And, yeah, and, and like, socially guess awkward when it comes to, to trying to hit on the person she likes. Oh, Feel her. Well. Okay, well, let's, let's, uh, yes. Been there, been, been there, there. done that. Uh, so we're going to roll that clip real quick and then come back. And uh, I believe Tara will have a question for you following the clip. So here's the clip from the Christmas with the Darlings. So you gave up your first vacation in years, right before your new job, I might add, to watch three children you don't know over Christmas. I did. Tell your mom thanks for the Christmas dinner invite, though. Ah, she loves you. She'll get it once I explain. As your best friend, I might be the only person who won't immediately ask you why you're doing this. I've been there. Yeah. Doesn't make it any less crazy than doing it, though. Oh, no, definitely crazy. <laughs> also kind, generous, and very, very you. What are you getting? Christmas squirrel fudge. Oh, I've never had that before. It's delicious. Glass mm, piece. We'll split it. No, it's okay. I'll just stick to the chocolate fudge. Uh, there's one more piece in the back. I can get it for you, if you'd like. Oh, perfect. Thank you. No problem, Zoe. Kate's flirting with you again. Is not, is as she always does whenever you're here. You should ask her to come to the Christmas fair. I can't. I get too nervous, you've seen me. True. Okay, we'll give her a flyer. You do it. You are a surgeon. How are you not able to ask someone out? Because unlike surgery, people are conscious and can reject you. Do not give me that look, miss. I'm always too busy to date. How long ago was Jason? Long time. <clears throat> this is the last piece, but I can make more tomorrow. Feel free to come by. Thank you so much. And uh, here, this is happening next week. All proceeds are going towards the children's wing at St. Francis Hospital, which is where Zoe works as a surgeon. Cool. Maybe I can bring my nephew. Mm, sure. That sounds perfect. Okay. Oh, so good. Yeah, he's great. Wow. That was. I'm sold. <laughs> so, yes, that was good work. Good work, Kevin. I, I don't want to ask if it works out between your friend and the barista. I want to leave the mystery for yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> so I have a question, Katrina. Yes, I, I am a single lady, and I too am incredibly awkward. If anyone that knows me out there knows this is true, and I could really use a wing woman um, next time I'm out in Jersey. Ads yeah. far out there. Yeah. Uh, if you could help a girl out, that would really be pretty awesome. Yeah. I will ply you with alcohol first. I feel like that is <laughs> always, always a good start. That's helpful. Yeah. 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 And I got cool. you back. All right. That's awesome. All the best relationships. Awesome. Start and that so way. I'll see you in like two years when we can <laughs> do that kind of thing. <laughs> or we can do like socially distant style. I can just like right. hold like one of those signs that they twirl up outside. And oh. I like that. <laughs> I can wear a shirt that's like I'm the one she's pointing to. Yeah, not everyone will know. At all. Not no, all. but I bet you you will get a date. I bet you. I, will I think so. I feel pretty yeah. good about it. As long as you have low standards, you could probably. Right. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like it might be one of those like, oh my god, I'll date her. Just make your friends stop. Right. Exactly. You know what? You're mm. really embarrassing yourself. Let's just <laughs> some mercy. Let's Mitchell. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I said, look, it'll work. Whatever tactic I use will work. Yeah. So okay. just stand there and just look as gorgeous as you are and <laughs> oh, smile. Thank you. That's yeah. a seal <laughs> I'm of telling you to smile. Look, you cannot smile. I know people are having issues with people being like, oh, smile. Don't tell me to smile. But oh, I know, right? You need a smile. You'd be pretty if you smiled more. <laughs> I like that one. That's the pickup yeah. line I'm going to use when I'm there, <laughs> Katrina. Can you work with that? Ooh. Can you counteract that? That's a great start. <laughs> oh my God. You would be so much prettier if you were dating somebody. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. I think we found the key to okay. our success. That one there. works. <laughs> I want to be there confident. when you try it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be so much prettier if you were dating me. Like, it'd be oh, personal. Wow. Okay. okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That one's Throwing kind of like out. a. Mm. I would fall for it. Mm, okay. It I want to see. Jersey? I would fall for <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jersey. Right. We're in Jersey. Okay. <laughs> oh, can't wait for 2023 when we get to check all this stuff. <laughs> when we get to try it. We're going to save that line. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just right. I'm just thinking about Tara awkwardly delivering that line. But yes, <laughs> November 8th, Christmas with the Darlings. Uh, see for yourself whether or not it ends up in disaster or true love. Mm. So. Right for for everyone and and count the count the Christmas trees. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yes. So, so Katrina, I do have an acting question for you. But was there a moment like when you were getting into this that you thought was there that moment where you thought, you know, I do okay. I'm pretty decent. I think I can like this could be my life. This could be my career. Or did or were you the type that just had that mindset of like that's what I'm gonna do and no one's gonna get my way and I'm gonna be an actress or or was that moment or was there sort of like this is something I want to try. Maybe I'll work out. And then you have that moment of like, oh yeah, it's working out. This is all cool. I think I've had all of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> depending on the day. Yeah. Depending on the day. And then I've had other moments where I'm like, who do, who do I think I am? Like, that I, that I work out. So yeah, it, it kind of, it goes 180 and then sometimes 360 all on the same day. So, um, well, when I, when I first started acting, I was primarily a singer and a dancer. So acting was completely new to me and opening my mouth and speaking on stage was terrifying, just Mm -hmm. absolutely terrifying. Um, So then when I, for a long time in, when I was in Philadelphia, I was a PA, uh, which means like like a personal assistant. And I was like running coffee and, you know, cleaning up and sweeping after A list actors and, you know, bringing director's coffee. So that was kind of my job for a long time. And basically the reason why I got into that was I kind of thought maybe I wanted to be an actor, but I'd only done theater at that point and I didn't know what a film set was like. So Nora Ephron's movie, Lucky Numbers came into town in Harrisburg and uh, they were asking for extras and I volunteered. Well, I guess I didn't volunteer. I got hired as an extra. (laughs) And when I was on set, I had such a great day. I absolutely loved it. And it was not joking, a 12 hour day in 40 degree weather. And it was grueling. And they were like, we need people in the middle of November uh, to jump into the river and act like it's summer. And I did that. And I (laughs) So I basically asked the extras coordinator uh, if there was any way that I could volunteer on set as like a production assistant, do anything because I was thinking about getting into this industry and I wanted to make sure I liked this world before I jumped into it. And he was like, yeah. So he ended up like letting me jump onto that from there. Nora Efron um, was looking for teenage girls to scream out of a car at John Travolta. And I was like, <laughs> can I do it? And she was like, sure. So I did that, got my SAG card. And after that, 9-11 kind of hit. Oh. So then I was like, you know what? I think it's time to 
do this or not do this. So when I went out to LA, I think I probably went out with there with the mindset that everybody goes out there with is I'm going to make it. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do because Mm -hmm. why would you go out there and think that you're not right and not do this? So then, you know, as the journey continues, you kind of think, uh, during the, when you book something, I'm going to make it. And then when you've gone a year without, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I'm yeah. the waitress. So Why don't they like me. <laughs> yeah. So you have this, this entire, um, run as you go. But I think in the end, um, you know, people ask me like what kept me going throughout the years and what do you think needs? And I, I do think it's like either complete, honest belief in yourself, a sense of narcissism and like, <laughs> like stupidity beyond belief because, <laughs> It is crazy to think that you out of the millions of people that are heading to LA every year, like auditioning for things are going to be the one that happens to book or to make it. But I'm not kidding. Like, I think every audition that I go out for, I have a shot at booking and then I see who gets cast and I'm like, "Mm, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But in my head, I was like, this is mine. And I think you need that. I think you need that absolute complete belief in yourself. And I think that goes for everything because you're going to have an entire world and an industry, no matter what industry you're in, telling you no, Mm -hmm. telling you you can't do this, telling you you will not make it, that you're not good enough, that you're not this or that. And you have to be the one to say, no, I am, no matter who says no to you. Mm -hmm. So I I think that kind of goes across the board. Oh yeah. And no matter if you want to call it self-belief, narcissism, stupidity, whatever it is that (laughs) rings true in your head, then I think that's it. But, you know, there, there have been moments where, you know, I did see the A-list Oscar award winner who got the part. And I just think, why do I even think I can compete? Because, <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Ah. But this is just kind of how it goes. And then I end up booking my next job and I'm like, no, nope, I'm still supporting my family. Still good. Okay. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like yeah. manifesting that positivity. And if you don't yeah. do that, it's never going to work. And if you yeah, kind of keep exactly. moving forward with that. And I do think the self-doubt is, and, you know, sometimes those little like knock yourself down talks are good for you because it makes you go, okay, if you still want this after you've beaten yourself up mentally, what is it that you can do to change or to help make this come to fruition more, you know, and whether that's change your look, change your weight, change your whatever, change your mindset, change your attitude, change your coaching teacher, like whatever it is. that you can do. I think sometimes it comes from like the lower points of your career. Cause if you're always riding high, you just think you're awesome. And you just kind of, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I would guess that even those Oscar Oscar winning A-list actors are still, there's gotta be still self doubt, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh. The, do you think that ever goes away? No, I don't think it ever goes away. And I think no matter how successful you, you become, it's the same problems on a different level. So I remember when I first started off, Oh, I can't get an agent. Da, 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 da. Well, then I got an agent. And then it was like, oh, God, I can't get into the room for a co star. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I got a co star. And then it was like, well, <laughs> now I can't get into the room for the guest stars. And then I got a guest star. You know what I mean? So it's, just, it's always a different thing. And meanwhile, I have friends who've just moved here from wherever. And, you know, they're like, well, at least you're getting auditions. And you're like, oh, okay. Yes, I'm appreciative. But that was my problem five years ago. So yeah. right. allow me to have new problems. <laughs> right. Now you're going to be lying. I'm going, hmm. and then somebody's going to be like, well, at least you have auditions. <laughs> okay. I get it. Thank you for the reminder to not be. A shit. Then, you know. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's got it. 
It's good to, I, I guess, not keep you grounded, but like remind you of kind of like, oh, it's there. I know I'm here. So it's it's better, but it's still, I mean, I, you yeah. know, I mean, A-listers still have their problems. They may be like, why didn't they give me that role instead of this person? Blah, 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 but, yeah, uh, why did that A-lister get it? Not this Right, exactly. <laughs> I have two only has one. A-lister problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So, yeah. Katrina, before you booked Spartacus, I think you were a bartender. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have some good stories. Some of my best friends were bartenders, and they always have the best stories. Do you have anything from those days that has, has kind of like stuck with you as a great story? Oh, so many that I don't <laughs> want to throw people under the bus. Right? Oh. <laughs> it's like a therapy. It's like your bartender's you not supposed to names. tell anybody. That's, right? that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I used to work at Hyde in uh, in in Hollywood, and Hyde for like a good year and a half was like the number one club in the world where mm. like a tiny little space. You weren't allowed to get in with any cameras. If you had a camera or your phone out, they would take it away. You couldn't bribe your way in there. They had a guest list and you either had to be Britney Spears or Paris Hilton, you know, wow. or like Rick yeah. Fox to get in. So <laughs> like, that was, so like I bartended in, um, and cocktail waitress there. So there's some stories. <laughs> some of them made it into oh. the tabloids. Um, <laughs> but no, my, my, my personal favorite story is about myself. So, uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so like I said, this club was as, as big as probably any normal person's living room. And like you look across the room, you can literally see the other person's face. And that's how tiny this place was. And people used to dance on the back of the, the seats had like this little area where you could put cups. People used to dance there. They used to dance on the cushions. They would dance on the table. So it was just like when it was going off, it was like a house party and it was so much fun. And I remember I was cocktail waitressing that night and Idris Alba decided to take over as the the DJ. Yeah. So he's now DJing and he puts on a Jay-Z song. Well, Jay-Z just happens to be the table that I'm taking care of. <laughs> so Jay-Z is in the corner. He stands up on the table that I'm like, he has all these like glasses and everything. He stands up on the table. Somebody throws him a mic. So now he and Idris Alba are going back and forth and Jay-Z is rapping to his own song over <laughs> the, the, the PA system. And I'm just like, this is me. And the, the place is just going off. But it's so much fun and i'm sitting there and i'm cleaning up glasses and like uh, they, they, they all these glasses around jay-z's feet and he's uh, he's literally like standing right in front of me rapping and i'm looking <laughs> up at him as i'm cleaning up the, the glasses and i'm just like this is the best night ever oh my god it's so fun <laughs> and i was like girl your best night ever that is so much fun is cleaning up glasses at jay-z's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was like Aww. oh man it was like a come to jesus moment where i was like <laughs> okay this is a cool story. This is a cool time period. What a great job to have, but you got to move on. So I was like, <laughs> that, that was kind of like my, my little like wake up call. So that, wow. that is a cool story. That is because I've had those thoughts too, where like sometimes is my best moment. The fact that I was around someone that was having their, not their best moment, but like right. I was basically <laughs> yeah. just a, a part of like, someone else's nice moment. But for yeah. me, it was my best moment. It was like, or do I want my own best moments to be? Cause they were my best moments. Not yeah, I was around exactly. someone that was kind of cool and having a good moment, <laughs> you know, but I get, I've been there. I, I know what you're talking about, but that's cool that you had the come to Jesus. Like, wait, yeah. I can do better. <laughs> this is cool, <laughs> but I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> so here, I mean, here's my shoes, but <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's a question you might not want to answer. Who was the best tipper that you had while working at that crazy club? 
Oh gosh, I don't even know that club, man. People <laughs> would tip you a thousand dollars on a thousand dollar bottle what? of champagne. So, like, it was just wow. kind of a normal occurrence to have. Wow, insane. Good- oh. Tippers. You actually notice the people who just tipped normally, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a regular person. <laughs> yeah. You just have a regular amount of money. Oh, is this a card? Okay. <laughs> is that a tough job to get? Because uh, it seems like if with all their no cameras and the, the clientele that they had, I mean, did they kind of screen you a little bit more than just a regular bartending type job or... I, I guess remember. it's like, here's the job. If you screw it up, you're out. No mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it was like a, um, there's a long training process. So I, mm. think, I feel like that was the tough part of it, but no, I, I, no. They, they have to like make you really cool, you know, like don't yeah. embarrass us. You know, right. Make sure that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, <laughs> I can definitely say I've never been in that type of club, so I don't know anything that goes on there for sure. So definitely can <laughs> no. not, uh, yeah. A thousand dollar bottle of champagne. That's just not, yeah. living good. Um, that's right. Living the life. So back to your, your, your trip home, uh, through Canada, your pictures were stunning. How long did you said it was a two week drive? Did y'all stay uh, 22 days, 22 two. days. <laughs> that wow. was nice. I like those. You called it the lemonade road trip. Like making yeah. lemons into lemonade. Did y'all? St- did you have a, like a camper, or were you staying at places? Or we did both. Oh, yeah. So we had the Canada Dream camper RV, uh, mainly because you know, again, the, with the almost two year old, you can't make her sit in a car. In a car no, you just can't <laughs> no. do it. Like it's one, it's just impossible. So, um, but then you know, it was a long road trip, and uh, we just wanted to have the room and space, and then have the option to yeah sleep in there if we wanted to. And then to also, you know, either order takeout or cook our own food, because again, it was a pan. And the reason why we did that both ways was just because we were like, we don't want to be around people and not mm-hmm. we don't appreciate people, but it's a pandemic and we're going to work. And I'm, you know, I have parents that I'm living with as well right now. And I'm just like, I need to keep everybody safe. So, and you know, there's so many different variables of what's going on with this pandemic and how it spreads and blah. So we're just like, you know what, let's just just stay away from everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, it's a good reason, but you got, he, your husband takes excellent pictures. Like the pictures were gorgeous. Um, he says, does does he use a film camera or is that all digital or is he like how experienced, like how big photographer is he? Is it like a hobby or is it something that he, um, it's sort of a hobby that's kind of become, he hasn't done any art galleries. I, although I'm, I'm trying to, um, convince him to do one in a couple of years. I kind of feel like maybe a couple more trips where it's mm-hmm. just diversify the photos a little bit. And I feel like he might have some really good art gallery material. Cause I think he's so talented. Um, and over the years, his eye has definitely gotten sharper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting for him to shoot with Instagram in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I, I did say at the beginning of the trip, I was like, you know what, we're in such a lucky position to be able to get to travel right now to be able to especially go to Canada where we do feel like there is a bit of normalcy going on versus, you know, hunger down and like avoid people like the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, Banff and Jasper have been on my bucket list for the past 15 oh, years. Yeah. thought of being able to go to this place at this time. I was like, you know, I bet you a lot of people would really love to see something like this versus all of the crazy politics that are going on. And, you know, there, there are people who are basically like, oh, you can't post about anything but politics because it's too important right now. And I'm like, I mm. am getting sick. It's actually making me sick. Yeah. So I want to see a pretty picture and maybe read somebody's like 
cool poems. So I was like, let me put up what I would want to see and what I think people who maybe aren't in the United States not caring about our politics. Right. See. Um, so, you know, we did set out to kind of go, let's take some of these photos for that. So it, it was interesting for him to kind of be like, let me change my, my my mode from landscape, which is what he normally does, to person in the landscape. Person and, in landscape. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, kind of gear it towards the, the Instagram world. So yeah, it was like, you know, it was a planned 22-day photo shoot, hmm. loosely planned, kind of like, uh-huh. hey, if we happen to see this, then we'll do that. But it just ended up being this epic shot that we had. I probably, if I wanted to, I could post a photo a day for a year mm-hmm. of just, you know, of all the amazing stuff that we saw because it's Canada is so beautiful. So as soon as they're um, open to Americans coming back in, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. sneak into Canada. <laughs> yeah, they don't like that. They don't like that. Yeah. But as soon as you can safely and legally go to Canada, I would recommend going because even going up to the Yukon, like we mm-hmm. drove oh. like, mm. and we saw Northern lights and we were just, mm. it was mind blowing. I was like, oh. oh my God, I can't believe I'm witnessing this right now. It's just, it's so amazing. Hmm. So I feel like uh, if things don't go well, pe- Canada might have a lot of people just wanting to relocate there. Cause it <laughs> just well, like, yeah. let's just go up to Canada and live for Basically, a while. There have seen articles that are like, we don't have room up here. Yeah, so. Stay in your own place. <laughs> stay in your own <laughs> mess. Americans have been like threatening to go to Canada for like the past four years now. They're just like, mm-hmm. honestly, please <laughs> don't bring your problems here. Yeah. So no, Americans are not uh, necessarily uh, the most coveted in Canada right now, mainly because like you know, they, they are having this little bit of an issue where like in Vancouver, you can cross the bridge and say that you're an American driving through to go to Alaska. Mm. Oh. Of course, there are some jerk off Americans. Sorry if you can't use that, but they're like, <laughs> oh, we're good. Going, I'm going to go to Alaska. <laughs> and then they go drink at the bars in Vancouver and then come back to Washington. Uh, wherever mm. from. I'm like, oh, come on. Don't be that. that like, You just make all of us look bad. Yeah. That's why they don't want you there. Exactly. You do that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So there were, there, there were a couple of places where we were like, hi, oh, we're Americans traveling through. And they're like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, we're, we're here legally. I have my visas. I quarantined. They're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, like, why are you here? How are you? Are you <laughs> You're like, oh, right. what are your intentions with our country? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the pictures are gorgeous. And what is your, for people that don't know, uh, uh, what is your Instagram? Where, they, where can they find you to see these pictures? Because they're oh. gorgeous pictures. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Katrina Law. Just Okay. <laughs> just, there's a straight blue, up Katrina Law. There's a verified blue checkmark thing. Okay, look for the check mark with Simple Katrina enough. Law. But yeah, it's not, and it's not like our photos where it's like, go stand in front of the mountain and, you know, I mean, they're very artistically done, like cool, cool looks, cool poses. And like, you can tell a photographer is taking the pictures, not somebody's buddy with an iPhone. So yeah, go check them out. They're very cool. Um, if you had to, if you had to settle in one of the provinces that you spent time in, where would you, where would you want to end up? Ooh. Most likely Vancouver, so um, British Columbia. Yeah, just because I love it. I've worked in there. I've worked there for years. Um, we shot Arrow there, so I spent like a good part of seven years up there, back and forth. And I love Vancouver. I love that it's on the water. I love the people. I love how green the city is. I love the mountains surrounding it. It's clean. It's beautiful. I have some great Chinese food. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. And then Whistler's right around, and we have the mountains and all these different like parks and. Uh, forest that you can go into and then 
Alberta would probably be the second, but I would live in, if I had my dream, I would live in Vancouver and then just like go on a weekend drive to Banff or Jasper and go back. Yeah. Banff is a place that I definitely want to go. You just see the pictures and it's so beautiful and just put up my tent and live there. I'm sure they'll be fine with that. Yeah. I'm not going (laughs) to lie though. I really, really enjoy Jasper. Like I think because like, for instance, in, in California, everybody goes to see Yosemite and I love Yosemite. It's stunning. It's gorgeous. Hands down, obviously, but my favorite park is actually Sequoia because mm. it's quieter and it's, yep. you just feel like more alone included and it just feels a little more spiritual than, than Yosemite. And I think it's just because of like, I remember I was in a two hour traffic jam in Yosemite before. Oh, and I was no. like, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, Jasper was a little bit like that where it was just so calm and peaceful. And we got a lot of um, great photos from around there. Um, just because there's so much that's untouched and there's so few people because they're all going down to Banff. Whereas like Banff feels more like mammoth and like, again, Mm. super cool and totally recommend they're like two hours away from each other. So why Mm -hmm. not? The Icefields Mm -hmm. Parkway in between that connects the two parks. Stunning. Just stunning. Hmm. Well, I'm enjoying the 62 degree day here in LA before it goes back up to 90. So that sounds <laughs> yeah. amazing to me. <laughs> earthquake weather. Yay. Yeah, oh, earthquake weather. Oh. That's what it is. Don't say that, Katrina. You <laughs> <laughs> want the little jolts. You want the jolts because it keeps it like yeah. moving. So it's not right. right. <laughs> uh, well, talking about Arrow well, real quick, I know you uh, filmed that up in Vancouver, but that was my first introduction to you and your character on the show, Nissa Al Ghul. Um, and so I kind of got into Arrow a little bit late. So I was watching it on Netflix the when they released the second season, um, kind of catching up. And uh, your character caught me totally off guard. Uh, I didn't, you know, obviously I am on a nerdy LGBT podcast, but I wasn't, you know, looking for that in particular. Um thing but I uh you know your character appeared for the first time and really I will never forget you like I I don't know if it was really you but your character flipping down whatever that thing is <laughs> the ribbon you? the yeah, ribbon thing was, hanging and then you like totally flip that was you right okay <laughs> impressive way impressive and then you land and Sarah Lance is there and then you're like oh shit she's gonna die oh no and then you guys make out and Twist. what <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? And I was very confused because at the time, you know, Arrowverse, uh, that is from Arrow, obviously. So mm-hmm. now CW has this whole thing, but that was really the first you know, time we saw anything like that. Um, and you know, now you have shows like Riverdale and all these other things with a lot of other representation on it. Um, but back then there was no Supergirl, there was no Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Nissa Al Ghul flipping onto the scene and having that relationship uh, with Sarah, it, very complicated, very, very uh, a good rep- representation of lesbian relationships, a lot of drama in there. Not usually as much that drama, you know, but it really uh, was a pleasant surprise. And I really loved how you played the character and, Again, lots of ups and downs, lots of deaths and resurrections. Um, <laughs> As so happens in your character had a lot of uh, quite a journey on the show. Much drama in your relationship. No, no. <laughs> That's why she's single. You she know what does. it feels like. I do. That's right. Exactly. That's why I'm like, you know what? You take a break. <laughs> so, I mean, what was that experience like for you? And you know, when you first read that that character, uh, you know, the arc of that. I mean, I know the arc came later, but. It, you had a lot of things going on in that show. So, um, so when I first auditioned for, um, this role, 
I think the, the I don't even know. I'm going to say the character's name was Greta on paper. Okay. And uh, she was doing a scene with Oliver. And I did the scene. And they were like, awesome. Loved it. We're going to call you back. Um, except this time you're going to be reading with um, a girl named Katie Lots. And I was like, okay, cool. Send me the new sides. And they're like, no, no, no. Same sides. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's like a very like tumultuous love scene between like La- Oliver and like I was like scorned lover kind of like being like you're a dick for not calling me back and mm-hmm. and I was like well do you do you want me to play it like she's my sister like what do I and they're like no 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 just play it the same way and I'm like cool am I lesbian they're like we can't tell you <laughs> <laughs> wow I like, yeah I was like oh, okay oh here comes the the baby hold on <laughs> Where she sees me, because they <laughs> run from the okay. <laughs> run away. Run away. <laughs> oh my god, it's for real. It's she's at that stage where it's like anything could be happening, and she sees me. She's like, "Mommy, mommy, mommy," which is awesome. And I like, it's not good for podcasts. Okay. I picture a toddler just like ah, just having to run through several rooms and stretch <laughs> several doors. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, that you know, was and great. hide in the corner. Wow, that was. Good. <laughs> From a two-year-old. <laughs> Yay. Um, then I was like, okay. So then I walk into the room for the audition and here's like Katie Lott standing there in all her like blue-eyed, blonde-haired glory. And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> so we get cast. I guess apparently we had great chemistry and you get up to Vancouver and I'm not going to lie. Like, Playing a lesbian or playing a straight character is the same to me either way because neither of them are usually going to be my husband in real life. So it's always awkward and always weird and love is love. We play it the same way. And I think that's my favorite thing about Arrow and that they used Nissa and Sarah as their first kind of delve into this LGBT world um, was that they just treated it normally. And they didn't make yeah. it a big deal. They didn't, they weren't like, oh, it's because you were abused or you chose to be this way. So it's just like, no, this is just who I was and this is who she is. There's no apologies for like, oh, well, I happened. It's just kind of like, no, right. this is it. And I think that's so beautiful the way they handle it because a lot of times, you know, like, because it used to be if you had a black character, you had to explain why they were black. Mm-hmm. If you had an Asian character, they had to speak Mandarin. Like, if you, it was like they had to do like, fit into these, 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 boxes that I guess, you know, the normal white straight audience could understand. Mm-hmm. And now they're just going, oh, maybe our audience is a little smarter than that. So, you know, everybody's kind of giving each other a little more credit and people are being more accepting about things. And, um, you know, it, when it came out, you know, I, I have, I have a lot of lesbian friends in my life. <laughs> And so to me, it, it was just kind of like, oh, this is like, this is what my world looks like. So it's didn't, it didn't shock me or bring any awareness, I guess, to my own life. Cause I'm like, well, this is, this is the world. But then to suddenly get young girls tweeting or sending me messages or letters or coming up to me at conventions, I'm going to tear up a little bit, kind of going, oh, I'm going to going you know what you saved my life this character saved my life I was going to commit suicide it or it helped me come out to my parents if you know the representation of seeing a superhero just makes me feel normal it makes me feel like anything is possible and just knowing that these little girls have something out there to look at and just and kind of going oh I'm not being shunned by society I'm not a freak I'm not 
going to be going to hell. Like all these different things that kind of come with it are kind of, it's so beautiful and just makes you realize I've never had to deal with these things and to be so acutely aware of what other people are having to go through, through a character is just so mind boggling and awesome. And it's an honor to be able to carry that, that flag for people. Um, and like I said, like I've never had to come out to anybody. I've never had to publicly state my sexuality or preferences or whatever. I've never had to do that. And to think that there's an entire sect of people that have to come out or, or that think that they are required to state something that they are, that isn't considered the quote unquote norm is just, it's sad and it's, and it's humbling to, to know that I'm helping make that hopefully not be the reality soon. So it's nice. Yeah. And that's what was really great because I, I wasn't expecting it, obviously, um, but it, it was never a, oh, you have to choose between Nissa and Oliver as like a man or a woman. It was like, no, you know, it was it was playful and it was flirty, you know, when you guys weren't trying to kill each other. But and it was just refreshing because it was there was no like, oh, oh, are you sure that? you know, you're into her and I, it just, there was, they, she didn't have but to have make a firm choice. Right. <laughs> Maybe you, you just haven't had the right one. Right. You haven't met the right guy yet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was really, and again, it was, this was what, like 2014. So things yeah. have come a long way since then. And a lot of, um, you know, now it's getting a little more, a little better, uh, as far as, you know, these are just part of the characters. It's not made to be the the plot line for the entire, yeah. for the character. Um, and right. It doesn't need to be mentioned. And it was just really refreshing to me because I, at the time you, we, I say we as LGBTQ, we don't experience that a lot. So it really is. We don't get a lot of those characters where, like you said, it's not something that they have to announce to everybody. And it's the one thing that identifies them to, mm. to everyone that they meet. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, no, I'm in the league of assassins and I date who I want. And I'm, you know, and I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so the biggest, I think the biggest car- uh, takeaway that I have from not one of the biggest characters is people don't look at Nissa and go, Oh, the gay assassin. Mm. No, no. She's just the assassin. And they don't look at Sarah Lance and go, Oh, she's the bisexual one. Mm-hmm. We're not, our characters aren't defined by our sexuality. It's, it's their like, sexuality. Or I don't even know by who we love. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're defined by our, like, what we do and what we bring to the characters, like every other character on screen. And it's just really, it's nice. Yeah, definitely. And so now we know that uh, Sarah Lance's character is with Ava. Um, and we do <laughs> did find a clip, I think, of a convention uh, that you went to where you kind of crashed a, con- uh, a, a little Sorry. panel with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's nice to, to see, you know, I know you still go to, to conventions. Well, you know, back in the day when mm-hmm. you do those sort of things. Uh, so I, I mean, you said you had some great experiences there. So, uh, you know, that was, that was fun to see crash their party. So you still yeah. believe in the, the hope there that <laughs> anything can happen on these shows. Anything can happen. I'm still hoping to crash Legends of Tomorrow. You know, yes. I'm not saying I'm going to get Sarah back because I think she and I have reached our happy place and we realize that it's going to be one of those like whatever situations and I'm happy for and we're all moving on. But I think so. <laughs> that's going to be a- just definitely <laughs> go in there assess whether Ava is good enough. I that would be great. Hello. Okay. Who are the writers? Okay. 
let's tweet this to the writers. It's yeah. great. I love it. <laughs> and that would be a lot of fun to watch the interaction between those three characters. Oh, I, I love those girls in real life. So just being able to get to work with them again is so much fun. Yeah, right, I think well, off screen shenanigans would be <laughs> pretty intense. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Okay. We'll have. I'm ready. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Twitter. Get to work on that. So. <laughs> and Clex. I've never been to Clexicon, but boy, it looks like a lot of fun. It just looks like it's it, a, it a, a different vibe. Yeah. Well, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. As life is on hold. Um, <laughs> so, Katrina, you do christmas hallmark movies but it's currently almost halloween are you a christmas or halloween type person christmas but me too mm. me too i know <laughs> I, I know at least one of uh, our the other co-hosts here is all halloween <laughs> yeah both same oh same. oh what i'm just another co-host to you is that what I, <laughs> <laughs> the, the other blonde the one uh, is the uh one not the other well, one. Well, because I yes. wasn't trying to specify. I didn't know where cat, what side of the fence cat. Was I just playing, finished but. decorating outside, inside for for Halloween, where n- no one is going to see it. So maybe <laughs> I have a plan. Uh, the city I live in has approved uh, trick or treating. But what I'm going to do is I'll be in a mask. I'm going to prepare candies using gloves. I have one of those grabber things where you can grab it from like six feet away and then like you know set it out. <laughs> So yeah. I might do something along those lines because there mm. might be kids and I feel like I'm doing them a disservice if I've decorated everything outside and then they show up and I have nothing for them. And I'm like, yeah, you can't get, get out of here up and provide no, nothing. No, you but eternally I, on the Halloween crap list. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out a way to do it safely. So Sling, I'm working on that or something. Right. Yeah. I just mean, something oh, I like that. <laughs> right. Don't put an eye out, but that's a good I'm going to have them sign a release before they come <laughs> up on the property. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Halloween candy? We're going to, we're, we're debating this. This is part of our Halloween podcast. Like I'm fully on board with the chocolate of any kind, specifically Reese's. And mm-hmm. I, I also am a fan of candy corn, which is apparently facing a lot of undue <laughs> scrutiny too. recently. It's disgusting. But, candy corn. I know. <laughs> what happened to candy corn? <laughs> Things that I grew up with, candy corn, Pluto as a planet, pieces of my childhood being ripped away. Yeah, candy um, corn's candy corn's not a candy, so it is sorry. too. It's not bite no. me. It's it's trash, sugar trash. This might be the thing that ends our <laughs> podcast. Oh, cat, don't harsh. She's rough with this. Why candy corn. why waste your time with candy corn when you can have a it's Reese's, festive. a Kit Kat? Please, I'm not saying I'd pick the over the chocolate. Starburst but sometimes. All right. Mm. <laughs> but you can only get candy corn at Halloween. You can get right. all those the rest of the time. Right. It's special. So why is it that you can only get it in Halloween? Because nobody wants it. It's it's not it's <laughs> like delusional. the can, it's like the candy okay, the candy the candy hearts and thanks at uh, uh Valentine's Day. Also disgusting. I love No, those they're too. delicious. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's Cat how Terry gets dates. Joy kill to the candy world. Jeez. Joy kill. Joy kill cat. Wow, Seriously. that's your new nickname. That's brutal. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> Do you watch scary movies, Katrina? Do you watch? Or- no, I'm so scared of everything. Same. No. Yeah. yeah. My daughter, I think she's going to turn out to be one of those people that's like a freak and loves to be scared. She loves it. Like, hmm. Loves going to the closet, standing in the dark and like, who are you? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, wow. so you're not the type who, because we had this question 
like the we're, like I said, we've been watching Blind Manor. There's this big, scary, haunted mansion no. with populated. So <laughs> no. here's the thing: if you could, not watching the movie, but if you had the opportunity, like someone gave you this mansion in England and said you can live here, but FYI, it's haunted. Would you take it? <laughs> no. no, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, I don't even like colonial homes. I don't like colonial <laughs> homes. I don't like. Rooms that have, or houses that have too many rooms. I like a Ooh. wide open plan. I like to go mm. walk in, see everything at the same time. Mm. When I was, look, I'm this person. When I was younger, I used to love Stephen King books. But I would read them sitting in the corner with my back. Corner, <laughs> with no windows above me. And I could mm. see out and I would have to stop reading them by 3 p.m. So I could sleep that night. Oh, mm. Right. Yeah. If it gets too dark, because I, I also don't like scary stuff. No. So watching this, it's kind of like a, tor- like, I'm, you know, torturing myself, but I have fast forwarded about 30% of <laughs> yeah. the show. So I just kind of breeze on through it. But once it got <laughs> dark the other night, I was like, you know what? I got to turn it off. I can't, can't continue. <laughs> it's real. The struggle no, is real. I'm a romantic comedy type girl on repeat. Yep. Yeah. Same. Over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing scary. Well, I, I get it. I get it. I'm more Christmas, too. I like a good scary movie, but, uh, you know, give me Christmas. Give me the decor. I get more excited over that. Um, whereas Tara, you know, her house looks like Halloween exploded, but um, that's <laughs> all good. And it will for Christmas, too. Yeah. You know, I'm fair Go big. Balanced. Go big. Yeah. So, <laughs> Katrina, like I said, uh, when I first met you, Lori had mentioned that you were, like, into... At the time, like, I don't know if you're still involved with, like, cat rescue charities, but I know you do a lot of charity work. Are there any charities that you're currently, like, involved with right now or promoting or is your charity owe the day type thing? Well, I'm still involved with Kit Crusaders, which is before. Um, uh-huh. It's a nonprofit organization based out of Los Angeles, and they do their best to um, get cats and kittens and other various animals every now and then out of mm-hmm. hybrid situations, whether that be the shelter or home or off the street and give them, you know, the care that they need, whether that's medical treatment or just trying to find them a forever home and then eventually finding them a forever home. And they do a great job about it. Um, they, I think they're set up every Sunday on Larchmont. If anybody's mm-hmm. in the LA area, um, they have um, a cat adoption thing on the corner of Larchmont and by the, the bank of America, I think. Um, but I've been working with them for years and, uh, the ladies are wonderful and they do so much great work. And anytime anybody calls me up with an issue with cats, I basically am just like, all right, let me get the ladies on it. And they, they take care of it. So, um, if anybody is like, oh, I want a cat go to them. If you're like, oh, I have like an extra $2,000. I want to donate to a charity. Donate <laughs> at um, so I'm with them. Then the other one that I'm, uh, working with that, are, it's kind of on hold right now is build on. I did a project with them a couple of years ago where we raised $120,000 uh, to go to Nepal and to Haiti and Malawi to build schools. Um, I didn't go to Malawi because um, I think I was pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, pregnant. Yeah, something like that. Um, but I went to Nepal and it was a life altering experience and just hands down such a beautiful organization to be a part of. So the cool thing about them is that it not only helps out um, students internationally, but it helps out students domestically. So the trip to Haiti was actually the money was actually raised to have 10 inner city school kids from New York City. Um, go down to Haiti to build, to break ground on their own school. So we basically paid for their flights, their vaccinations, their passports. 
um, anything that they needed down in Haiti. Uh, and in order to qualify for that, you had to be below a certain uh, income bracket. You had to have a certain GPA. You had to do so many essays. Um, you had to have so many volunteer hours, community service, and all that other stuff. And so it was just a really great way to kind of say, if you're a good person, you work hard and you push yourself, there are rewards for you out there that are earned. Um, and so uh, the schools that we build, it's not like we build buildings and then just abandon them and go, hey, whenever you're ready, there's a school for you. We basically already have the teachers in place, the students in place, the curriculum in place. And part of um, our money goes towards getting supplies ready. So the day the school is finished being built, the next day students are in there and they start their learning program. Um, It's also mandatory that for these schools, for every male student that's accepted, a female student has to be accepted as well. And then there's also an adult program. And one of the coolest things when we were in Nepal, we went to visit a school that had been up and running for a couple of years. And we were speaking to the adult class, which was primarily, I think, like 20 females. And a lot of the moms were going, it's really cool because my, my son or daughter is actually in the classroom next to me. Mm-hmm. And we love coming and doing this because at home, we get to help with homework. Whereas before, they were like, we wouldn't have been able to help. And one of the women was just like, I learned how to read my name for the first time at 35 years old. And that was really, really cool. And and this is the one that surprised me when I said, when I asked somebody, I was like, well, what's your favorite subject? I don't know what I was expecting. I think math, science, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not kidding when unanimously every single woman said business. Hmm. Well, and I was like, what? And they're like, <laughs> well, we love being able to balance the books and we love being able to help out our husbands take care of the farm or take care of the house and do all these things. And I was just like, oh yeah, lady. <laughs> So it was super cool. And I was really, really shocked and surprised by that. Um, And then the other cool thing that they do is um, they have cultural exchanges. So they have like the women's, the women get together with women and men get together with men. And, you know, they ask about like, how do you raise kids? How do you dress? How do you do this? What are your men like? What are you like? You know, it's almost a little gossip section. I went over there with a lot of um, preconceived prejudices, I guess, is that, that, that I didn't even realize I had. And when I went over there, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, like I was totally wrong in the way that I was thinking or what I was told to expect is not what's happening right now. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about travel is, you know, a lot of times like I'll post these traveling pictures and every now and then you get these responses of almost like what your government or what your like parents or whoever have programmed you to think about this certain issue. And you're just like, but you've never actually done it. So you don't know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So, and I, cause I just feel like the more people travel, the more people interact, I feel like the better the world would be and more empathetic and sympathetic the world would be because the more you see things and experience it, the less you can be fearful of it or scared, like just, or not understand it. So it, the cultural exchange is such a big, huge integral part of it. Um, anyway, getting back on point, we have <laughs> money to go to, um, we're supposed to go to Senegal. Uh, but hopefully we can reschedule for next year or the year after or something like that. But that's yeah. a big program that I'm part of. And if you want to, you can build your own teams so and you can go and do your nice. own thing. Whoa, that's cool. Wow. You said the name is Build On? So you can actually sign build up on. to go over there, not just donate, yeah. but you can act. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you can that's sign awesome. up, you can run your own team, you can get your own people. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's cool. cool. That is fantastic. That's so great that you're involved with that. And personally for me, I love the the Kit Crusaders because I've been in Cat Rescue for 
13 years now. So I get it. And I also know like once you're involved with cat rescue, as much as, as some people get, anybody you ever known that has a cat issue or finds a cat, they come right to you. And so it's going to have a place like, I can't help all of you, but I at least know where to point you and can, can, can give advice. So yeah, both great charities to check out. Um, awesome. Yes. Any other, any other, we've been about an hour. I don't want to keep you. I know you have a toddler chasing you, trying to probably right. trying to find you in your own home right now. It's like your yeah, scary my movie. My throbbing, so it's time to feed her. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a sign off like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, ours are too, so it's time yeah. to go. Um, <laughs> different, just for no reason. Different uh, reasons. Katrina, yeah. <laughs> thank you. It has been... A, a, a total pleasure. One of the things I love about like you and, and so many of our guests hang on that have come on, it's like, we'd love that you are so successful in what you do and so talented and we'd love to have you on. And, and you're all, you're one of the type of people too. It's like, it'd be fun just to have this chat over a beer in a pub somewhere. So, you know, it's yeah. just fun, nice, good people. <laughs> Next you time. know, uh, we often drink wine during our podcast. So it's, you know, Hey, yeah. I'm all for it. Um, but yes, thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining us. And we wish you the best. And uh, hopefully thank you. life gets back well, to you normal. You ladies are lovely. Thank you so much. Good luck yeah. with the podcast. And uh, Wendy, it's nice to see you not wet and crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good day today for that. You know, it's, right, a, it's right. an off day. So I tried to tried to bring right. my A game and not cry. And Yeah. And we'll be watching your movie on November 8th. Yes, November 8th. And, uh, I'll be assessing your wing woman skills. And I think we'll, yes. we can go from there. Yes. So. <laughs> You Count just imagine Christmas. it's you with that. Oh, I will. You'd be so much hotter if you were not single. Right. <laughs> Writing that one down. <laughs> life skills. We've learned life skills. All right. Thank you so much, Katrina. Right. Yes, thank you. Bye. There you go. She is fun. I wish I wish people fun. could see the visual we saw of her running from her toddler. <laughs> that was amazing. That was awesome. It was like a real panic, like, look, guys, this is serious. Yeah. I almost I pictured like, get out of here or she's going to get me. <laughs> yes, the creepy, the creepy kid from Bly Manor. I could see, like, like that's kind of the way I would run from the... Right. <laughs> but I get it. I mean, I'm sure if you have a, two, a, a toddler, like a two-year-old, you know, they're, they don't have boundaries. Like, they yeah, see mommy yeah. and they're going to be like... Okay, yeah. you're mine. You're mine. <laughs> cannot, I need your attention contained. right now. So it was very nice of her to f- run from her child. So we could, <laughs> that was, we could yeah, continue that her was... interview. But yeah, no, Amazing. that was that and was. We, and we had a clip from the mo- uh, from yeah. the, the movie. Very so thank exciting. you to uh, our friends at Hallmark for for supplying Thanks, that. Hallmark. Shout out Laura and Heather. Thank you for hooking that up because that was awesome. So good. Uh, I cannot wait to watch it. I will repeat November eighth on Hallmark. Um, give it a give it a look. As all Hallmark movies are great. And I'm pretty sure we 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 laughed about the the tragic 2020 ending. But I bet it. Yeah, I think we're safe. On this I think one. we're safe. So Tara, you probably won't have to fast forward. Yeah, the, I, don't, I think the, I'm good. The movie. I think we're going to be good. Um, but yes, thank you again very much to Katrina for joining us. That was a, that was a delight. It was was it perfectly delightful? It, no, it was perfectly splendid. Perfectly splendid. Splendid. Perfectly splendid. <laughs> oh, Flora. <laughs> it means flower no. but yes definitely check out <laughs> her charities me. we will post links to uh, the charities she referred to it's great she does a lot of work good work for kitties yeah, and, for sure. and her other projects and uh, um, I link to her social media sites I believe like she said Instagram Katrina Law I think it's <laughs> down dirty look for the blue Just check mark like search her name yes. You know. yes yes I like in this today's world you just tell people, look for it, Google it, search it. Yep. Yeah. But where can people find us if us? they care at all about us after uh, her? Well, 
The, on the Twitter, which is the thing I know, it is at <laughs> snopodcast one D with one D. That's We're not right. odd. We're just a podcast. <laughs> well, we, no, we are well, odd, but we in are that particular odd, but... sense, it's just one D. Yes. Uh, or on the Facebook and Instagram at Cheaters Out Podcast. You can send us an email to sheetnerdsout at gmail.com. And then please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. It helps us very much. And uh, we would appreciate it. And on that note, happy Halloween. And ooh, ooh, spooky Halloween. She nerds <laughs> out. Laura's going to get you. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy.